All right, so here we are, Making Waves podcast. Got a great guest coming up, Jerry. I'd say we do. Let yeah. me say something now. <laughs> You're the first admiral I've ever spoken to, despite the fact that I did nine years in yeah. the reserves. Well, when you were probably in the reserve, you were a little nervous when you were talking to an admiral, maybe. Very, yeah. very nervous. Not that I'm not nervous <laughs> now, but, you know, I'm a little more mature. Yeah. 35 years later. Now, you get a lot of retired. I, I watch all your podcasts. You get a lot of retired admirals. Like, I watched it with uh, Mark Norman. Well, yeah. You're right. You're right, Brian. I, 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 I misspoke. <laughs> I've spoken to admirals before, right. but yeah. they're retired. Not the, the admiral, though. So, pretty exciting times happening right now in the Marine yeah. and the defense sector. A lot of good things happening in Atlantic Canada. Great trade show. First one in person in a long time. You can feel the excitement in the room. And uh, I got to tell you, there's a lot of people walking around here in uniform, and it's great to see everybody out interacting. So, Admiral, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, so I, as you know, Al, because we sail together, I'm, I'm Admiral Brian Santarpi, and uh, I've been doing this for about 35 years. Uh, and uh, before I did this, I was a sea cadet. Uh, and so this is all I've ever wanted to do. Uh, and you're right, it's an exciting time. There's, a, there's an energy level here, not just in the, in the room, there's like downtown, you can just feel it downtown. The whole city is excited that we're back doing these sort of conferences. And it's been 18 long months and uh, Haligonians have been really good about COVID, but they are, they're ready to get back to business in, in a normal way. Like they, they kept working right through. We kept delivering, the Navy kept delivering, no, no doubt in my mind, we didn't miss a beat, right. uh, even though we did things differently and safely, uh, but, but it's great to be back to normal. Well, sir, I gotta say, you know, there was seven ships in St. John's two weeks ago. Right. The locals, of which I'm one, we were very happy to see those ships. Really. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I went to visit the ships as, uh, as you might be tracking, and I, you know, I got down to see each one of them and and talk about why what they were doing was important and about how they could have a good time in uh, in St. John's, but that St. John's might be out of, out of practice having a bunch of sailors. So I wanted them to treat the, the town gently, and they were great. They, <laughs> they had a were. great time, yeah. and the locals were great to them, just as, as you'd expect. Yeah, it was really good to see. Yeah. It must be amazing for you to watch new ships arrive on the waterfront right in front of your office tell me how that feels when you see that happen yeah it's, it is true it's great we, we built that jetty uh fixed it up from years past and uh, it's right in front of my office i have a six floor balcony that looks out over over the the new jetty and uh where we regularly keep the new ships uh harry de wolf was there all the last year when she wasn't at sea and she was at sea and busy uh it's great but as great as it is to see the ships it's much better to see them go into sea. Right. And to know that they're going to go do something useful and interesting and exciting for sailors and to go into ports and, and have a good time. And, and I'm sure you're tracking, but I don't know if everybody is. Uh, you know, Harry DeWolf just finished the Northwest Passage Transit. And so they're in uh, Squimalt now. My old friend Angus Top, she is uh, threatening to keep it. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's no way. There's no way we're letting them keep it. Those, those are good uh, East Coast sailors, but, they're, but they've sure enjoyed it. And so they got through the Northwest Passage uh, Flying Colors just proving that, that we can operate up there and, uh, and support a ship in the most remote parts of Canada. Uh, and they're going to be in Victoria for a couple of weeks, and then they're on their way down through the Caribbean. And we can't wait to get them back. They'll be home before Christmas, uh, having successfully circumnavigated North America. First Canadian ship to do that in like 65 years. Like what a journey, eh? Can you imagine? I sure can. I'm, what? I'm, I'm a little jealous, i got to be honest. <laughs> I'm proud. You're very proud of that, aren't you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, as you would be, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, you remember walking on board the Canadian Patrol frigates. I don't even want to mention how many years ago that was. 30. But you were, 30 years ago. <laughs> do you remember that new ship smell? Like, do you remember that feeling? Well, I don't know if you recall, when we took Vancouver to see the first day on trials, they hadn't finished painting the flight deck. 
Right. And so, Seriously. so they, uh, they, they was, they were so busy and working so hard. And yeah. uh, St. John Shipling did a great job, but they hadn't finished painting the flight deck. And so there was a, a patch of paint we walked down to get into the ship. And after we walked along that patch, they, they came out. And we were in the ship getting ready to sail, and they came back out and painted the rest of the flight deck, and we went to sea. I mean, uh, you know, it was that kind of it was so new yeah. uh, that you, it was bare steel, and uh, it's the same now. Yeah, it really is the same now. But it must be amazing for you to walk down on those ships and look into the eyes of those young sailors and know what they're going through. Tell me about that experience, like looking in their eyes. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it is it's super fun to be able to to relive that experience again with yeah. them. Uh, they are super excited, uh, you know, and, uh, and I, I feel bad that, that all the lessons we learned then, uh, we didn't pass every single one of them on. And so some of those lessons you got to learn over again, right. you know, how to yeah. operate new, yeah. how to, there, there's some things you just have to learn by doing. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I ought to be able to offer more experience and more value to them. And some days I think, now well, you're just on your own folks. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So Brian, I mean, this industry right now is exploding so much growth in the industry. Tell me about the interaction that industry and the Navy are having, even at this show right now. Yeah, you know, the, the, the national shipbuilding strategy is key to that. Yeah. And it really, um, you know, I, I was in Ottawa um, working for Admiral Rouleau. He was the Vice Chief of Defense Staff, and we were working through um, with the folks at ADM, Matt, and, and the Navy about how to, how to build this national shipbuilding strategy. Uh, and it really, the vision was brilliant. It really was. You know, we... Because we know when, when we got those frigates, we got them all really quickly. We got the first one, uh, it was it took a little bit longer than planned. I think it was about two and a half years late. And the last of the 12 was delivered two and a half years early. Right. And so we got them all in about six years. And, and, uh, and then we stopped because we had what we needed and we stopped and started using them. And Canada lost a lot of its capacity to do right. this. Yeah. And, and as, as important as the Navy is, the industrial capacity is a part of maritime power and, a, and an element of national power. And so it was so important, this national shipbuilding strategy, visionary, to say, we won't race our way through next time. Next time we will, we will build something that lasts, that sustains itself, uh, that builds um, all sorts of other opportunities for, for Canadians. And it really has. Uh, yesterday I was down to the Cove to see what they do down there. And that's a really new organization, right? It's only since 2016. We interviewed Melanie uh, an hour right. ago. Right, so, so she had a bunch of us down to do a, an open house and to see what they do. There's 60 companies down there, as, as she would have told you, right. I'm sure. Some of them little tiny startups, some of them larger companies that are having real success. All of them leveraging each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, and all of that, all of that is the national shipbuilding strategy. 100%. And I don't know if you know this, but Melanie started her career as a naval communicator on HMCS Yellowknife. And that's so Isn't that amazing? Like, we didn't, didn't know, know that. that. No. We didn't know that till we got her on we the podcast. Unbelievable, right? No, you're right. I mean, the National Ship Procurement Strategy is fantastic. You can feel it in the room. Good things are happening. You've got government, industry, academia. They're all working together. We talk about, and I may have mentioned it already, that the rising tide floats all boats. And that's what we see happening right here. So much opportunity. So much opportunity for young sailors. So much opportunity for people coming out of academic institutions and looking at this sector to work in. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And you, you can feel it everywhere. I think uh, I think that sort of energy, it was kind of missing in the, in the period in between when we, we built the frigates uh, and when we started the National Shipbuilding Strategy. We had kind of let it fade. Uh, and that's a shame, right? And and you don't know where the opportunity is going to come from. That's the other thing that's interesting. Like you think you're building you know, a, a few warships uh, and some Coast Guard ships. 
but they need a bunch of other things with it, and they need a supply chain, and they need sustainment, and they need all those other things. And people are gonna people are gonna see opportunities and, and requirements that we didn't think of, and come to us and add to it. And they're gonna work together in ways that nobody forecast and nobody saw. And people are gonna c- deliver clever, interesting ideas, new sonar equipment, new ways of sustaining, new ways of getting. Uh, getting you know um, supplies up to the north all sorts of interesting ideas are coming out of it because we just unshackled it right you know that that's the beauty of capitalism right 100 percent. share your thoughts well brian i did nine years in the reserves it was an incredible foundation for me i can tell you it just it didn't fit at the time i went in 30 years into well, it's not private too late. you come back well you know what? i'm certainly <laughs> thinking about it uh alan and i are talking about that but, but what you just said, you know, I'm a capitalist. I've been in business development for 30 years. What you and and the whole program is doing is is empowering. Like you said, empowering the uh, private sector to help protect our country. How important is that? 100. Thank you for being part of that collaboration. Yeah. No, I, I'll get a chance to talk tonight at the at the gala dinner, yeah. and uh, you know, and I and I won't steal my own thunder, but that's a a big part of, of what I want to tell them is that. Uh, they all still serve. They might have, many, many, many people in this, this room were in uniform before in, in earlier parts of their career. Um, they all still serve uh, in just in, in different ways, right? That's a, that's right. a great way to summarize yeah. to younger people. Sorry, I'm going. That's a great way to summarize it. Everybody is serving here. They're serving in different ways. So, Admiral, thanks very much for coming on the Making Waves podcast. And what an absolute uh, privilege it was to speak to you here today. I don't know if you envisioned when you were that young boy <laughs> no. putting on your sea cadet uniform that one day you'd be in the top job in Halifax sending ships to sea. But you, you've got to be incredibly proud of your accomplishments. I know that uh, I know that we are, and we thank you for your service. I tell you, new ships uh, on the waterfront, great companies with great technologies all leaning into it. But all this doesn't happen without solid leadership. And that's you, my friend. You're providing great leadership to this whole industry at large. So thank you very much, and thanks for making waves. Thanks, Al. One meeting.